You are listening to Hands at Work Audio. George Snayman, CEO and co-founder of Hands at Work in Africa, is delivering the Letters from Africa message from the Hub in South Africa. He is speaking about indicators of maturity and how through helping the vulnerable, God does great work in us. I would like to take the opportunity to share a bit with you on what God is busy doing among us as we reach out to these children. This week, as I speak to you, we have a bus full of 18-year-old scholars from the Netherlands visiting us with a purpose to learn more about Africa, about hands, and hopefully we can influence many of them how to spend their lives well. We also have a group of our leaders from our various international offices gathering here at the hub to share some of their successes and challenges as they serve hands in such a sacrificial way back home in their own countries. We also have Byron and Diane, a couple who served us in an amazing way in the last three years. And they are preparing to return home to go and have their first baby as they start their own family. Our February intake of new volunteers who came to serve hands just returned from after the orientation where we sent them to various countries like Zambia, Zimbabwe and South Africa. I will be going to Malawi in a few days to go and meet up with church leaders from San Francisco, Lilongwe in Malawi and some of our church leaders from the villages the poorest villages where we are working. And I'm going to bring these church leaders together and for three days we're going to spend time together sharing about our lives, our churches, our history and and we are going to wrestle with the question what does our Father want to do in us and in our churches in this time? All that uh, I've just been telling you about happen as a result of our laser focus caring for the most vulnerable children in the poorest villages. God is using this to shape our own lives and characters. We've learned that as we dare to give to others and reach out to them, He actually in the same time reached out to us. I will never stop to be amazed at wherever I travel in the world, I hear the same stories, the impact that Africa had on so many people when they dared to actually step out of their comfort zones and to come and see what was happening. I thought a lot about it. And it made me think about the way we prepare our children, especially outside Africa, how we prepare our own children for life. You know, we think it is ordinary to spend 16 to 20 years of a person's life and many thousands of dollars just to give him formal education. But honestly, we do not spend one dime or one thought about how to develop their characters. Wherever I look around me now, when I travel outside Africa, I see very educated people. 
But there are not many examples of mature Christians or communities around us. You know, when we study the scriptures and we see what it means to be mature, it is clear that it is a major priority to God. I believe it is very hard for us to grow to maturity, just as it is the heart of any father or mother that their children should become mature. I'm deeply convinced today that our Father wants us to reach out to the most vulnerable, more than ever before, and He wants us to do it with our children. It must become a lifestyle. Because this is one of the most amazing opportunities He has to actually reach out to us. It is when we get out that comfortable box where, where we can just, in an easy way, go through life and where we do not have to be challenged to grow, that we will never come to our maturity. And I think one of the most wonderful gifts we can give our children is to help them to actually become mature. I had a look at the definition of spiritual maturity and I want to just... Um, propose a simple definition for that. It's just the development of Christian character and behavior in the Christian through a renewed mind and tested faith. I want to briefly mention three marks of maturity that you will see in a believer. For one, I think you can see a mature person by his diet. Paul speaks to us about that in Corinthians and he says that God's word is like milk. It's also like meat. The word of God is our spiritual food. It's milk, bread, meat and in Psalms 119 it's even referred to as honey. Just as a physical man needs a balanced diet of food to grow to maturity, the inner man needs a balanced diet of spiritual food. A baby begins with milk and, and he grows, but once he's got teeth, we know it's time to introduce a child to solid foods. It is not difficult to determine a believer's spiritual maturity or immaturity if you discover what kind of diet they are on. But there is another way to determine maturity. The mature Christian practices love and seeks to get along with other people. We live in a world that's so divided, so many different denominations and different sects and different groups. And, and you know, friends, it's, it's really just the indicator of our maturity. We are only prepared to work and be with people that are exactly thinking like us. That can you see how self-centered that worldview is? Children like to disagree and make fusses. Children like to identify with heroes, sport heroes, Hollywood heroes. You know, the believers in Corinth were fighting over which preacher was the greatest. Paul, Apollos, Peter. When immature Christians without spiritual discernment get placed into leadership, especially in a church, it will always be disastrous. A third indicator to measure maturity 
is to see that the mature Christian always uses his gifts as tools to build with, while immature believers use gifts as toys to play with or trophies to boast about. Many of the members of the Corinthian church enjoyed showing off their gifts, but they were not interested in serving one another and edifying each other through their gifts. So really, we in hands have discovered that the bottom line is, if you want to check out your spiritual maturity, you can do it in three areas. Faith, hope, and love. When last did you practice faith? When last did you do something that honestly relied on faith? Do you, are you a prisoner of hope? Do you, do you do things in your life specifically at your cost to bring hope into a situation when there's no hope? And do you love people that are not directly close connected to you, but you choose to love them? The Hans family has a dream, and it's expressed well in our watchword from 2011. It is in Christ that we find out who we are and what we are living for. Isn't that a great verse? We all understand that God has called us not only to bring hope to the orphans and the vulnerable children, as much as we are focused on that, also serving the widows and the dying. But He has called us to a lifestyle that displays His kingdom, His love for communities, and growing together in maturity. How we live life is as important as it is on what we believe we should do. Community is a huge part of who we are because it's huge for God. We define our spiritual life merely as life. The one you live moment by moment. Our focus is massively on relationships and we understand that without relationships you cannot grow spiritually. There is no growth in a Lone Ranger. It's easy to to be in unity when you are with yourself or one or two other people. We know who we are and we know the life that we want to live. So we can really summarize the gospel in two words, give and forgive. It's time we give or forgive We act like Jesus. And this is exactly what we bring to the most vulnerable grandmothers and children. We bring love and hope and faith by giving of ourselves. But in doing this, they learn to forgive those who abused them, those who died on them, those who marginalized them. And as we watch this miracle of healing happening in front of our very eyes, we start to discover what was given to us. And it starts our own walk of healing and forgiveness. It is about growing up healthy in God and robust in love. So, in this audio, I want to thank you. I want to thank you for your partnership in hands, prayer, giving, support, visiting, Thank you, speaking on behalf of us. But I want to encourage you that it's good for you to do that. 
It's part of your growing. It's part of developing a great diet. It's part of speaking on behalf of other people that's outward focused. At the end, hope, love and faith remains. May God bless you as you pursue maturity in your life. Thank you for joining us. www.handsatwork.org